Welcome to the Eye Opener Society. Your hosts, Hannah and Gary, want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy our show tonight on vampires. And check out our website, eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co. Everybody, my name is Gary, sitting next to the wonderful Hannah. What's up, what's up? And you are listening to the Eye Opener Society. I want to run through something really quick because not too long ago, uh, we were given shout outs and I did something that I caught maybe days later and again because we don't edit anything. Uh, I was promoting mm. one of my favorites, <laughs> my favorite uh, podcast, The Bell Witch podcast but i was in, in my thought because i sit here unscripted and i really should write some things down and i'm trying to remember all my favorite podcasts and i was calling uh the show the bell witch project i mean it kind of like in your defense it's like blair witch project you know what i mean it's bad witch podcast you know it's like but she's so far beyond that yeah, she, it's, it, she has nothing yeah. to do with you know that i mean she's more about you know the actual religion uh, side of it and the witchcraft side of it mm -hmm. it's and it's very comforting to me to listen to that yeah. show i i love to sit with a spot of tea mm -hmm. <laughs> and listen to that show but that show is properly called the bell witch podcast okay so now that i got that out of the way i hope i don't mess up the other ones we're going to be on a great show nonsense and deep thoughts podcast mm -hmm. uh nonsense deep thoughts is not really so much a podcast although they are but they're also kind of a variety show. And this is what I really love. I love the entire concept because Corey's takes the show and it's almost like a network. He's branching out. Uh, he does the podcast, but he streams it. He streams it over Twitch, uh, Facebook. I don't know what else he might be on. And I always just sit and I listen to the uh, recording of the podcast always, but I really try and ca I wanted one day catch the live show where I could actually you know join in but he does I think YouTube as well that's the other one YouTube and that show is just great because it's branching out he's doing a political show and he's got already a sports show coming out of this too as well and I just really enjoy the show I really do I've been listening to a lot of their old episodes they're a lot like us just kind of all over the place, you know, come up with topics and sitting and talking about life and everything else. And you and I, we're going to be on that show December, December the 18th. 18th. And can't wait because I can't wait to sit down with those guys. Hometown kind of people. Yeah. I really like that about them too is, you know, they take their little hometown and it's kind of like sitting in their room with them and just kind of, you know, shooting the shit with the you know, with the guys and talking about things, local things, and, you know, whether it be sports, politics, or just nonsense, or deep thoughts, you're going to get it all on that show. I can't wait to go on there. Why don't you check out Ouch? Was that a ghost? That's another great little fun mm -hmm. podcast, too, as well. Uh, check them out. Great people. And uh, my other favorite is Mortal Musings. Again, more stuff dealing with the bizarre and the... Uh, serial killers and all that but they got such a great banner and they're fun people and i'm always going back and forth with them it's really great and there's also twisted tales twisted tales dealing more with like uh missing persons and you know other unsolved cases and it's really great because that show is bringing some light to a few cases that people are trying to bring closure to 
And he's really doing a great job of bringing that stuff back by, you know, mentioning these cases and giving it more publicity that it might not no longer have. Uh, it's Canadian based, but however, you know, it's still, you don't know. I mean, Canada is not that far from us. And, yeah. you know, whoever might be involved in these cases could cross a border. So, you know, listen to that show. You might have some information actually for them. Uh, and then there's going to be on our show, hopefully, as soon as we could get a date, you have Eminem, Matt and Monica podcast who's been on youtube and i can't wait it's chilling how great they are i really think they're going to we're going to wake up tomorrow and they're probably going to be uh, more famous than we'll ever be you know just be based on what they do i don't know what it is yeah but they have it you know if yeah. i was an agent you know if i was like maybe you know someone to sign a new band or whatever mm-hmm. them too just have something i really feel it i you know and if you haven't check them out i'm gonna have links to all in the synopsis and all that so definitely check all of them out for us please because they are good people it's not like this mainstream not like i realize abc nbc cnn they have podcasts yeah mm. i mean first of all like don't they have all of the networks control of an entire network they gotta infringe on the regular everyday people and i always thought that's what when i got into this i always thought hey it's just regular people which it is, but you got to look for them, you know, most of the time. But the people that are dumping so much money into it and the big corporations that are doing, why? Stick to what you know. Let us small people have something. So these guys are all great people. They might be big someday, but they're going to deserve it. That's for sure. And I know one day you and I, Hannah, we're going to wake up and we're going to be absolutely famous. We I know will. that. Manifesting that. It's going to happen. Manifesting that shit. Yes, for sure. It's going to happen. So, Hannah, what are we talking about tonight? Vampirism. Vampirism? Vampires? Wow. <laughs> Listen, I've been wanting to do this for a little bit. Uh, it's it's an idea that I, well, not an idea. It's, it's I fell into uh, the vampire thing a while back and I would, I would say hey, we should do a show on this because I think people are fascinated with it. I mean, who's not? Are, are you fascinated with like vampire movies and stuff? Yeah. I watch Vampire Diaries like over and over again. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, more of like a teen tweeny show. Like you wouldn't like it. I would not. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't like it. But um, yeah. And then also there's um that kid movie, Hotel Transylvania. Me and Caden watch that a lot. Um, But yeah, I like um vampires. Do they kind of freak me out? A little bit, but like I'm a garlic fiend, so I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> and we're going to go over some of that stuff because what's really crazy is like Hollywood. I think Hollywood kind of paints that picture of what vamp- a vampire is. Yeah. And I always <laughs> thought, go for it. <laughs> You're laughing at something. Said Hollywood, my brain immediately went to Twilight, Twilight and the fact yeah. that they fucking made vampires <laughs> sparkle. Yeah, well, that's one, and that yeah, I think that destroyed vampire. And since that series, I think vampires went downhill. Now, I'm not big on you know movies and all that, but I can sit and I don't mind watching a good vampire movie. Yeah, but I like something that based more on a traditional vampire, but. There's also other movies that kind of brand. There was one, and I can't remember which one, 
because the titles are almost the same, but there was an American version and then there was a Swedish version. Let me tell you something. The Swedes can do some shit with movies. They can. Uh, It was Let the Right One In. And I think one of the other ones was uh, Let Me In. And I forgot which one was the Swedish version. But either way, the Swedish version of this. Like, the American version was actually okay. Like, it followed the Swedish version to a point. But I got to tell you something about the Swedes. The way they shot that movie, the entire movie just made you almost ill. Like At the end of your seat. It, no, it wasn't. It, like, there's some movies that literally were made to put you into that That's why I don't watch moment. scary movies. Yeah, not a lot of them do that, actually. They do it all to me, but I have, you know, crippling yeah, anxiety. Yeah, you have crippling anxiety. So. Me, I don't. And I, I really need to find something. Sometimes you got to look outside. Like, The Ring was a big one. The Ring, literally, they, if I recall correctly, they actually shot that... They had some sort of like greenish color that they used that literally made you sick. Oh, yeah. So, and Mm-mm. I remember watching The Ring, and I, I remember feeling that. And because of that, it literally draws you in, and that's what makes it more frightening. It's not yeah. so much the scare tactics, but just the way you feel. And the Swedes did it like it was very dragged out. Unlike the American version, it was so great, but it really put you into the character's perspective. And this was a young vampire, all right? Like a child vampire, basically. And she kind of like was, I'm trying to remember because it was a while ago since I seen it. But uh, there was a young boy who was always watching her, like from her room and all that. And it was just like that constant waiting as to what was going to happen. Like, is she going to kill him? Yeah, and it was a long buildup. But the kid had his own problems, and he was very isolated. And you felt that isolation in that movie. So that was like one of my all-time absolutely favorite vampire movies. So Yeah. Because that's why I I like a very traditional, but I like movies that actually you know, actually you do in. something in, like emotionally put you inside of the movie. That's what I really like. But vampires themselves, I mean, listen, who doesn't like a vampire? Have you ever wished you were a vampire? Um, I think so. I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade. But I didn't want to like drink people's blood. I wanted to be like one of those vampires that like solely went off of like animal blood. Okay, like, all right, let's let's put it in another way. Out of everything that the vampire can do, what would be like the one power you want? Super hearing. Super hearing. That's pretty cool. No, I lied, I lied, I lied. <laughs> I'd love to fly. Okay, so like turning into a bat. I want to be a fucking fly. bat, like Batman shit. That would be cool, yeah. The, the thing I think when it comes to vampires... They're romanticized. They are like the like Twilight. Like I mean, I, I hate to like bring it yeah, up, like you know what I mean. But, but they really, they yeah. fell so. They really took the whole romance side of it, mm-hmm. and they just went totally romance. But even the demo, you know, the demonology of it, mm-hmm. there's still that draw because of the power that the vampire had 
over their victims mm-hmm. through the hypnosis and that's the what i was literally just about to say. Well, yeah. i was like giddy in my seat because you know i brought up vampire diaries i've seen that series over and over again and they used you know compulsion um mm-hmm. and unless you had vervain um you were able to be you know under compulsion or whatever and i was just like shit maybe i should do that one see there's like i think i'd like I mean, right now, like, yeah, shit, make me a vampire, you know, <laughs> like, um, real vampires. I'm mm-hmm. kidding. Mm-hmm. Do not. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a motion. There's flying. You right. Know? But here's the thing. Does anybody think of the big one? Immortality. Yeah. But you know what? I, I don't, I don't want to live forever. You don't want to see now. I think that's the thing. Immortality is probably one of the largest powers, like one of the things that oh, the strongest, you know, draw to about a vampire. But yet, yeah, nobody wants. Like, imagine living forever. Imagine living over three, four, five hundred years. Yeah, and just living every single day. And you can't really live like a normal person. You mm-hmm. gotta live through night. You can't. You gotta stay away from sunlight and all yeah, that. Yeah, and not to mention like me. Like I feel like my biggest reason I would not want to sit there and just watch my loved ones die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you'd have to live forever thinking about that yep, too. Yep, and then the agony. You mm-hmm. know, and whether you know you believe it or not or whatever, like you'll never. Like, to me, like, you'll never get to go to heaven and, like, be reunited with them, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I would not want that. Yeah, so that's... I'd be staking myself in the heart, you know? <laughs> yeah, but now, see, would a vampire go to heaven? Yeah. That you gotta think. Why not? That's it. You know, there's so many aspects to Can a vampire vampires. be religious? Oh, Well, li- listen, now, they cannot, because really, if you really go back to vampires, or let's say, go to the... One that everybody knows, Vlad the Impaler. He renounced God, if you remember. So yeah. he renounced Christianity and all mm-hmm. that. So even though he wasn't like you know your traditional everybody thinks Vlad, Vlad was just basically a ruler. But he did at one point totally renounce uh, God and Christianity and all that. But of course. Hollywood throws their spin on everything and makes everything, you know, more than what it is. But traditionally, that's what vampires really are. That's why they can't be around crosses, crucifix, and mm-hmm. stuff like that because they renounced God. They, yeah. you know, renounced all of it. And they became basically demons themselves. Well, Antichrist. kind of, yeah. They, you know, but they were forced. Basically, but it becomes a punishment. Mm-hmm. That you have to survive your entire life now as this vampire that has to feed off of blood, can't go into the sunlight, which would be a killer to me because I yeah, need like, sunlight. Yeah, like sunlight me, is myself. like energy. Yeah, I, I need it. I love sun, you know. But you do get drawn into that immortality yeah. in some way. But the strangest thing to me, as immortal as you are, you're so easily killed. <laughs> I mean, something as simple as garlic, <laughs> you know, can repel you. I fucking love garlic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's my main reason why I would. Like, my second main reason. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I'm the same way. Everyone's but, like, oh, two garlic. Me and Gary are like, we need more garlic. Yeah, it's so true. But sunlight destroys you, you know. Takes one person to hit you in the chest with a steak. You're gone. 
you have to sleep, you know, during the day, which makes you vulnerable if somebody comes across you. But that's Hollywood, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood makes vampires very romantic. They make them romanticized and they come up with so many different ways to present the vampire. Mm-hmm. Go I gotta throw it. something. Throw it out. So. Um, the show, you know, like I said, I'm going to bring it up again. It's Hollywood, but I want to know if you have the meat, if you believe in this, or if you've seen something like this in vampire diaries, um, it's not only just about vampires, it's about werewolves, it's about witches and, you know, hybrids and tribrids, blah, 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 all, you know, blah. Anyway, the witches would make vampires daylight rings. Do you believe that that was ever a thing in true vampirism or do you think that's just pure Hollywood? Pure Hollywood because here's the thing because like I said, the way they do vampires and keep changing them and making them different and you know throwing their spin on things. When you talk witches, witchcraft, Wicca, which is an actual religion, mm-hmm. when you're talking about the traditional witch, Hollywood totally just – I think it's very demoralizing to yeah. people who are in the Wiccan uh, religion, to people who do actually practice real witchcraft. Hollywood has destroyed it. I literally, only because I spent so much time around that field of witchcraft and all, to see Hollywood do this, it like almost liter- makes it, like, people look down on. Yeah witches and witchcraft and all and to me it's it's almost bothersome at this point like every time any horror movie comes out for some reason they have to just throw the witchcraft into it you know like yeah it has nothing to do and they always relate witchcraft with the devil and most witches especially wiccans don't believe in the devil you know in a traditional sense or anything so i really i despise hollywood for doing that because they really did they they kind of you know it, it's offensive almost yeah they played it off like oh uh, they made it so like they like removed like the true meaning of witchcraft and then instead they gave everyone this image that oh yeah they're gonna you know boil toil toil like whatever in trouble <laughs> yeah yeah and then i'm um, also like which and snapping their fingers and things like that like no like it's so much deeper than that it is and and again too the same thing they do every time a horror movie comes out every time that there is something that has to do with demons or the devil or anything or scary, vampires or yeah. vampire they right away throw the pentacle out there if mm-hmm. anybody knew what the real meaning of the pentacle was you'd be surprised so that's why if we erase hollywood and we go into true vampirism. True vampirism. I fell down this road a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I gave you a little preview of this anyway because, you know, I got to talk about personal things. I used to date somebody. It was way back in high school. And I won't mention names. I, she's still around, but wonderful girl. But there was something about her. Where she talked a lot about like werewolves and vampires and mm-hmm. such like that. So the way she was personality-wise made me think might have been something else there. Now, not to say she turned into a werewolf. Not to say that she grew fangs or anything like that. 
but it was a steady belief. Now, she was really big into comic books and the artwork on mm-hmm. it and all. And so at one point, you know, later on in life, I started to recall that. And I was looking, searching for myself too, religious-wise. I was trying to find my path. You know, I had um, walked away from the whole Catholic religion and all. And I wanted to find something else. And so when I started looking at paganism and all that, that's where I wound up. For some reason, I don't, I can't recall where, but suddenly vampirism popped up somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I don't know why, but okay, so vampire, you know, the word vampire pops up, and you're obviously going to start, you know, looking mm-hmm. into it a little bit more. But there are groups of people that actually do consider themselves vampires. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking regular everyday people like you and I. And now remember me, I'm from, you know, New York. A lot of it, uh, it's very big in New York City, around Manhattan. There's actual clubs Ooh. that, you know, people do go to and you see this in a lot of the uh vampire movies too especially ones with clans and all that they go to these clubs like these underground clubs and all that Mm -hmm. you know a lot of that exists like in new york there's actual clubs like this now i always i'm always non-judgmental because people always have a certain belief in all that and I just started reading a lot on it. And now, of course, my memory's bad and I never write shit down. I read some good books and all. I just remember one book that really went deep into it. And it was just compelling to me because it was a good read. And again, I wish I knew the name of it. I wish I knew the name of the author. But this is me, Gary. I never write shit down and I never remember. And this is years later. But this person went into the whole thing where people really do believe that they are vampires now you can almost you know i don't want to use the term religion because again being a vampire it's anti-religion basically mm-hmm. so you can't but people do feel it's almost like a religion to them but it's more of a just a simple belief mm-hmm. do they feed on blood now i did hear and the book never really went too deep because i you know some people would actually feed on blood and they would wouldn't like steal but they would trade blood kind of weird and especially this day and age with all the you know AIDS, AIDS or whatever else kind of disease I mean anything at this point it's but they were so close knit and they're all tested and all that and they would actually donate their blood to each other and they would actually drink blood and that's what this year book was saying and it's done through these clubs and all and all the networking so there's literally people that believe that now it what's funny to me is like it's like me being pagan it's more easier for me to run into somebody else whom's pagan than it is to stumble across somebody who believes that they're a vampire Mm -hmm. it's i don't think most of those people actually come out and say it because if we look at traditional vampires, it's the same way. They're not going to just come out and say, hey, I'm a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there'll be clues, but they're quiet about it. But what I did find interesting outside of the people that are involved in like these clubs and all that, a lot of the people that truly felt that there was something about them as far as a vampire and told deep stories about it, a lot of them had either a near death experience. Mm-hmm. Or they actually did clinically die 
and were brought back to life. Yeah. And then from that moment on, they felt that was their transformation because they experienced a death and then the rebirth, much mm-hmm. like a vampire does because yeah. initially they die and then they go through that reemergence because yeah. they're still dead. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a heartbeat, whatnot, or a soul. And these people feel that because they actually did die and then they came back. They feel they are a vampire. And they spoke very in-depth about it. And they weren't looking for, you know, blood or anything. But they really feel that there was such a change in their life that the way they move about quietly, most of them felt that night was just more comforting to them. Mm -hmm. So they stayed. So it wasn't like they believed the sun was going to harm them or anything. But I found all of it so very interesting and so deep in detail as some of these people were willing to go in. And I'm sure if you, if you looked it up, you probably find a lot of this out there. But it is fascinating. Yes, people do have these beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so if you have that sort of belief and then you turn on Hollywood movies, <laughs> do they feel like – Kind of like, wow, Hollywood is mocking me as well and offended too as well, you know, by that. I don't know because maybe there's some – I might not have caught every single um, vampire movie out there. Yeah. Maybe some actually touch on that and all. I don't know. I um, really think that we need to kind of pay attention to people sometimes (laughs) because, again, I could run into pagan people, Wiccans – you know, probably easier than you would run into vampires. And people that consider themselves vampires, I don't think there's anything dangerous about them because, like I said, the underground clubs and all, they're not feeding on They're not going out there, you know, sucking the blood from just victims. Yeah. Like I said, they're trading blood amongst themselves, amongst certain networks and such like that. So I think that, you know, they're safe. They just have a belief and that's just what the belief is. So what do you think? I mean, do you think that let's let's see, do we think that vampires as Hollywood explains, do you think there's any be- realism to that? Um hmm. I want to say yes, but I think it's dragged out or Hollywoodized. <laughs> I just created that Hollywoodized. Hollywoodized. <laughs> um I think there is so um you know when it comes to, you know, the whole daylight thing, do I think they sparkle? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I think they'll burn to a crisp like you see most <laughs> of the time. But then again, you know, there might be some people out there who say, like, nope, that's not true, you know. Um, but I think um, with, like, the immort- immortality, um, you don't have, like, life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just a hollowed immortal body your shell so yeah. yeah your shell so i think that brings to me and like this is just my opinion it's like it's just like you're a constant like your darkness you know and when you're going into the light the light naturally brings you know positive energy and i think that's why the bodies of vampires can't withstand the light so i think there's a truth in that um but as far as like i said the sparkling no um daylight rings I don't see witches and vampires being friends, so um, I could be wrong, Um, but I don't see that being a thing. Um, 
What else? Well, There's so much. Uh, do I think they sleep in coffins? No, <laughs> I don't. <Okay>. I don't. <laughs> right. Yeah, this, like I said, Hollywood puts all these symbols on. But what do you what think? I was try- well, here's what I was trying to get. I was like, do we think vampires are real? In a sense of Hollywood, do we think that they're real? Now, that might be a 50-50 whatever, you know, answer as far as people saying yes or no. But go back into early times. There were graves that, you know, were dug up where there was like uh, gates over the bodies. There were like things shoved in the mouths. They were buried face down. All these different things beheaded. Yeah, I think they're real. I do. I'm trying to see. I mean, we could definitely go on with our opinions, but... I don't think the tradition, I don't, it's kind of like the traditional vampires that like, you know, you're speaking about that Mm. were, I think it might be just kind of like a, like a dinosaur thing. Like they're extinct. Mm. And now there's these people out there, like you said, that have these cults and stuff like that, that have their beliefs that they're like a vampire, but like, they're just practicing that vampirism. Mm. They're not necessarily like that actual thing. You know what I mean? I got you. You get what I'm trying to say. I got what you're trying to say. But if we let let's break it down. Let's take, I mean, obviously, vampire. The whole image story and everything had to have started somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're talking. I don't know, 17th century. People believed in them, so it started way back when. I, I I'm just throwing 17th century out there because I don't know any better. But long time ago. Yeah. So, vampires were believed to have existed. Now, like I said, these here graves and all that, they were, you know, done in such a way to prevent the body from returning because they believed that these things were vampires. But they could have just been regular people. And remember, back then, mental health, all right? You got to think, people that had certain mental illnesses or whatever could have been seen as vampires. And they had brutal, torturous you know, deaths because of that. And then people back then, I mean, listen, the whole Salem witch trials and all were based off of lies and exaggerations, you know, and mix-ups of religion and all. And those people were put to death for something that they probably didn't even believe in. Some of them were probably not even real witches. It was just somebody making accusations, accusations because back then, in court, spectral evidence was allowed. So mm-hmm. if you said, in court, hey, Gary comes to me at night in a spirit form, they would allow that in court as evidence. Mm-hmm. And that's what was going on. There was kids actually you know, saying things like that, and that caused a lot of Salem witch trials. But And a lot of it was because of voodoo was prevalent. They were coming from these other countries and from France and all. And a lot of the slaves then and all were practicing voodoo. And some of these kids probably heard that and using their imagination. But it caused such a stir that people believed that these people were actual witches and were able to change form and all that. And I do believe that there is some kind of truth in there. And the same thing with vampires. For whatever reason, vampire existed somewhere from folklore, story, or somebody who did something, mm-hmm. whether it was you know Vlad the Impaler or somebody else. Yep, so I'm reading and mm-hmm. it says, um, an early recording of time came from the region of Austria. Uh, Sorry, I'm not Austria. good. No, it's an I. An I? 
It's Croatia. Croatia, okay. In 1672, Mm. local reports described a panic among villagers inspired by the belief that a man, Jur Grando, had become a vampire after dying in 1656, drinking blood from victims and sexually harassing his widow. Hmm. Hmm. So. So, look how far back we're going. 1600s. Yep. So, vampires... We were talking about them back then. There was no Hollywood back then or movies to romance. So where does the whole idea come from? And Hollywood probably now put a lot of spin on it. But a lot of that was still going on back then Mm -hmm. where they believed drinking of the blood, which, hey, listen, could someone possibly do that? It's very possible. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually made – oh, who was that one? When we did Serial Killers episode. (laughs) Big one. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Who drank blood? Crap. Might have to look that one up. Oh, God. Hold on. Female serial killer. The big one. I don't know why the name escapes me, but... I know. It's escaping me, too. Yeah, but scene... Bathory. Yes. Yeah. And Bathory? I think that was her name. Mm-hmm. But same thing. I mean, she was using the blood of children because she believed that would give her eternal youth. Same thing like vampire. And Richard Trenton Chase. He was an American sailor killer from 1950 to 1980 who was a cannibal and drank their blood. Mm-hmm. So There was a lot of them. Yeah, there was a lot, but I think they're more killers and they're using, I, I want to say. They actually called Richard Chase the vampire, the vampire killer. Yeah, killer. yeah if you listen yeah. to Mortal Musings, yes. <laughs> they actually did an episode. But I was fascinated by that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, people couldn't go out and do murders and drink blood. But the actual vampire portion, the immortality, the sunlight, the Flying. hypnosis, the, the yeah, the, the transformation, uh, into, transformation a into a bat and all that. Uh, yeah. Do you it's believe been that? You know, there's a lot of, oh, a lot of monks that say they can levitate and all that where you have total control of your body. I believe in astral projection. I don't think that there's anything wrong by saying you could astral project and go into or at least see another animal or something. I don't know if it's the same thing, but I don't know if I can fully believe that we can actually transform Mm -hmm. completely into another animal species or something. I'm going to throw this to you this way. Okay. So... You know, going on to, you know, if a vampire could do that, that power, it would kind of bring me back to, you know, the Hollywoodized um, idea of a witch. Like, it's almost like a spell that this vampire would have to do to Mm -hmm. become a bat. You know what I mean? So, like, that would bring, like, that those two were connected. Like, is that possible to be, like, a hybrid? You know what I mean? Could be. Because I'm reading this now because you brought up Vlad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the number one vampire that comes to me is Dracula. Right. Shout out to Count Dracula Serial. Mm-hmm. OG. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was reading up a little bit while we're sitting here, and it said that Dracula during his youth was made into a vampire by the dem- damnation of God. After mm-hmm. becoming a vampire, he became a master of sorcery and necromancy, while his mm-hmm. powers were labor- later regarded as standard abilities for a vampire. So, yeah. okay. So I'm like, what is the cross? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's 
That's deep. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the sorcery and also, it could make sense. You know, listen, vampire itself, Hollywood style and all. Yeah. If we go really deep like that, yeah, they have abilities. They're almost mm-hmm. superpowers. You know, they can do different things. They can transform, transmute. Hit, uh, I just don't. I don't, I don't fly know, with like, the bat. Thing. I don't fly I with don't. the bat thing. I don't know where the bat would come from. Like you from. said, I think it would be more as like a astro projection type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Which is why they um, or, have that ability to get into your mind to mm-hmm. like hypnotize you. Compulsion, and yeah. the compulsion and all. And listen, let's not forget too, Hollywood loves to I sexualize that. that too. Yeah. You know, it's a whole thing with the, uh, you know, the ability to have that power over somebody else for sexual gain, which then in turn leads to death or even to transform somebody. Imagine having that much love for somebody that you're going to put them into your world because they want it, or at least they think they want it, you know? Mm-hmm. Different different strokes there. You know, we maybe touch on a different words, but that's very Hollywood. But the real vampires, real ones like from the 1600s and all, you got to what was going on then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, was it mental illness? Was it maybe a disease? Yeah, you know, it could have been. No. See, and everything was so confusing back then to people. Everything was demons or devils or something, you know, right away, witches, burn them, you know. So vampires came from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. They had to, whether it was a real thing or if it was actually a disease or something like that Mm -hmm. that kind of mutated people or made them act in a certain way or a certain, you know, I don't know, whatever. But (laughs) it's hard. I I wasn't alive back then. I don't know. You just don't know. I mean, we went through some crazy times as human beings. And like I said, but if you come now modern day, and the people that believe they too are vampires, you know, would they be so outcasted? Maybe because, like I said, you don't really hear that that often. Nobody really comes forward that much, or at least I haven't. You know, mm-hmm. ever since I read that book, I met one person in my life who thought they were a vampire. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Um, but I don't think they do anymore. I think it was more of like a childhood phase. Okay. I had this kid that i used to hang out with like in our friend group or whatever when we were kids and any time that he would either like get hurt or just like you know anything the matter sort he would drink his own blood Hmm. so and he would be like yeah well i'm like a vampire and like he went as far as i think he got them fixed now because like Mm -hmm. i saw his like uh like and like friends you may know um i don't keep in touch with him so he's not on my friends list um but he went as far as when we were kids, he took a nail file and shaved his teeth. Mm, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yes. So he was like a firm believer and believer. And you know, what's weird too, is that like the Hollywood thing and like, you know, mm-hmm. the idea of he was so pale. Mm. So like when I was younger and like seeing him drink his own blood mm-hmm. and I think he even like drank like one of my friend's blood. If I can, I have like a vague memory of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we got into some shit. So like one of us was always bleeding. Um, <laughs> but like it, I, I kind of feared him a little bit Yeah. because it was just like, you know, he had that firm belief that like, 
I'm a vampire and like he would just show like those aspects and you know he had the paleness and you know he was always cold mm -hmm. so I was like oh my god this motherfucker's a vampire <laughs> don't fucking cross him mm. don't fucking cross him you know <laughs> so and like now I see him and like all my like friends you may know and I'm just like okay got his teeth fixed I and don't seem like cuz no like he even went as far as like when you would see him he would have like dark red lips wow. and like so like you knew he was drinking blood you know mm -hmm. what i mean whether like i know i for a fact seen him like drink animal blood too mm -hmm. that was like gross i think that's around the time where i was like no i can't hang out with this kid anymore like this kid's <laughs> like i just can't do it you know it's not my cup of tea you know yeah that's right. his beliefs that's fine but you know i was a kid at the time so like my thoughts were i gotta get fuck away from this kid you know exactly but um like my mom would kill me if i play <laughs> you know right. but yeah, but now I've seen him and I'm like, he definitely doesn't think he's a vampire anymore. So his belief changed. But mm -hmm. at that time, he really was dedicated to, you know, becoming or being a vampire in the status, you know? Mm hmm. Well, there you go. I think that, at least I did not know. I threw this, uh, you know, topic out and there yeah. you actually knew somebody. And like me, yeah. I read about these people. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to know somebody who came in contact with somebody yeah so, very interesting stuff listen vampirism vampires always going to be something that we're going to be thrilled by uh it is a fantasy thing mm -hmm. and i think that's dumb because of hollywood but let me tell you this what i believe the real power is the seclusion the silence the fragility of being immortal that is the real piece. Oh, I wrote that myself. Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. I just, because I was thinking about, yeah, see, I was thinking about it. Like, I think we romanticize and fantasize about this because when we look at vampires, they do live a very secluded life, disconnected from all the world. You know, that darkness, that blackness is what a lot of people are actually seduced into mm -hmm. you know it's not so much the power that they have over people it's to be alone and when we look at the world and we look at all the nonsense wouldn't you want that sort of power to be so secluded and away from it all that you could just you know get away from it and be left alone only to your thoughts and your thoughts alone i think there's a real power in that hmm. i'd be a vampire with a soul vampire with a soul very interesting i shine too bright <laughs> that you do buddy that you do but that was our talk on vampires i hope everybody enjoyed it uh we're always going to bring you some new fun stuff coming down the pipes uh don't forget to check out in the synopsis i'm going to have all the links to all of our friends and all the other podcasts you should be listening to especially elaine because elaine uh, from arcane oracle she's going to come on our show to a january uh new year show with us and we got some big plans with that and we're going to be on nonsense and deep thoughts podcast that's going to be december 18th we really hope you all enjoy not just to listen to us but to listen to them that's the most important thing i yes. want to make sure they get good it's listeners and yeah it is an honor to be on their show because i really do enjoy them so look for us keep a look i'm going to try steadily to keep our podcast every monday night um and then don't forget go on to our youtube it's on our web page our web page eyeopenersociety.onpodium.co you get all the links to all of our stuff 
and to our YouTube. We're working very hard every month. We're going to come out with Behind the Eyes. This way, you're just going to see Hannah and I the way we are basically off the podcast and we'll give a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and hopefully for the new year we're going to be working on some more things try and sound a little bit more professional not too much because again we don't got any money so with that <laughs> we hope everybody has a great time thank hannah for being here as always my number one sidekick over here but everybody thank you again for listening and we will be back soon see ya